is your hosts, James Jordan. And Mike Wallace. Coming at you for another edition of the Wide World of Motorsports <laughs> podcast, recorded to you for the week of Sunday, October 23rd, 2022. And this is season five, episode 32. And as per usual, our tradition every episode is to name out a, uh, a, a car number, a, car, a race car driver for each episode. And as hmm. this is number 32, yes. I will pick um, 2011 to 2014's Fast Lane Go Fast Racing number 32 Ford, where Terry Labonte and numerous other drivers too um, ran that car throughout the season. Terry running the cars at Daytona Taldega, um, even at Sonoma in 2011, and Bristol as well in 2011. And he, yeah, yeah, can't, as I was saying to you before the recording, you know, when you have a chance to choose Texas Terry Labonte, you've got to go with it. You gotta, you gotta go with it. Um, who he drove multiple decades, you know, from the late seventies to the mid twenty uh, tens. Two time yeah. Cup Series champion, twenty, uh, sorry, nineteen eighty nine IROC champion, and obviously older brother of two thousand Cup Series champion Bobby Labonte, and mm-hmm. he's also the far uh, the father of. Back in the day when Justin, uh, us, us, Bush, but the back in the nationwide Bush series when Justin Labonte ran. Um, and also Terry Labonte famously co-owns a Chevrolet dealership in Greensboro, North Carolina with Rick Hendrick. So um, I think all of still, drivers own dealership or some, him. some sort of deal. Yeah, that's really cool. eh? That's uh, another way to stay. Um, to have an income when you stop racing. Well, right? I think yeah. it's a bit of a deal with I know the they manufacturer make a lot of money, too. But, uh, it's a good but, deal with uh, Chevy, right? Good business. Yep. Good business deals. Yeah, it can't can't um Yeah, can't can never pass up Texas Terry Labonte. Uh for, so that's my number that's my pick for number thirty two. How about you? Well, number 32 for me goes back to one of the most famous replays played over and over between recently announced retiree Kurt Busch and driving the Tide 32 Pontiac, Ricky Craven, of course, coming at a turn four at oh, yeah. Darlington and they when they're beating off each other. Whoa. <laughs> That's another podcast. That's the PG-18 podcast. No, go on. Uh, when they're hitting each other, coming to the checkered flag off the wall, and uh, yeah, it's such a memorable moment. Uh, memorable. That was an era that's memorable for me as as a young That's where the famous fan. quote for me comes from. Have you ever? No, I've never. From uh, DW and... Uh, Larry Mack in the booth. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah photo so, finish. Yeah, and it was it was it was incredible. Of course, One of the closest Ricky, finishes ever. 
2003 Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, it was that. So, that car, I, I just always. Man, uh, that, that car went right yeah, through I it. Think of I, yeah, the t- Oh, man. Tide livery's been a. That, and then that was the Pontiac. That was the Sunfire, wasn't it? Or the Grand Am. That was the Grand uh, Am. Grand Am, yeah. Oh, dude, man. I miss. And that's when Kurt was in the Taurus. I miss the. Um, yeah. Even that model, too. But that Grand. Oh, yeah. man. That pet my member pot. Remember Pontiac back in the day? The grand oh, was that ro- was that a Rubbermaid car Kurt was driving? Yeah, yeah, Rubbermaid Sharpie. But yeah, with the t- yeah that 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 Tide ride was still kind of untouched at that point from when it was throughout how it was kind of famous throughout the nineties. So yeah. I remember for me at that point, uh, yeah, I was still into that car because of because of that. Um, yep. You know, you kind of go, you kind of pick those liveries that stand out. Like that was the it's an iconic livery. That's, that's got to really. be number one for me. I DW think, drove it. Stood it. Out. Ricky, Ricky Rudd drove it. Uh, the product placement was always good because when I used to go to the grocery store, at Dutch Boy IGA for us in Canada and other parts of Canada. But yeah, the, the tide we would go past the laundry detergent stuff, and I'd do like because I. Uh, Cause I'm, cause I'm, I was the neighborhood's special child, so I was like, okay, let's uh, let's do a little pit stop on the the shopping cart every time we go past the tide, the tide boxes. Let's <laughs> let's do a little NASCAR related thing when we see. It. It's like, yeah, that was always my association when I saw, um, yeah, when I saw that, that was That's always uh, good product placement too. I mean, I was only a kid. Not that I buy Tide now, <laughs> um, but I'm sure that if, if, yeah, I'm sure, right? It's just, so it could, it's good Not product. because of that, but. <laughs> it's good, yeah. But I that think I have a die cast of that, brand too. brand recognition. I mean, that's, McDonald's built a whole business around it, right? Just right. getting. I think I have a die cast of this that. one, but if I don't, I need to. Because I'm in love with those Pontiacs, those old Pontiacs that. That was my favorite, one of my favorite manufacturers in NASCAR was when Pontiac ran the Grand Prix. I always mix it up with the Sunfire because they, they still kind of look similar. But And you'll see both of those. You'll see the odd one still on the road, an old Grand Prix or an old Sunfire. Yeah. And I always think of it. It's like, oh, man, those were some good days. So that's a good pick. And you're, so Ricky Craven, number 32. Yeah. Good old Ricky Craven. Um. He is. He does. He does. He still do the racing analyst stuff. He does do uh, some analyst stuff still. Uh, I think he might be like on Race Hub or NASCAR America. Or he might be on one of the. Uh, yeah. I thought he was on something like that. Yeah, uh, ESPN or something. But the ESPN doesn't really do. Oh yeah. Fox in 2020, and then he went to go pursue his new venture, Ricky Craven Motorsports. Um, so yeah, he um, but yeah, he raced the number 32 for PPI Motorsports. Hmm. They competed in kart, NASCAR, and various off-road uh, racing circuits. And uh, yeah, they ran Ford, Pontiac, and Chevy, so they got a taste of everything. Uh, he he ran in each make, 
throughout wow. those years. Um, he he had a, yeah yeah he had a good he got a good few top tens. Three he he was he made some appearances. Well, it was near the end of his career, right? Yeah, it was kind of like the last fire uh, in him. His last season Which wasn't was all that great in two thousand three. Um, but he still had you know, his last few seasons. Yeah, he he, he won at Martinsville in yep. um, two thousand and two, I believe. Two thousand two, two thousand one. In that car, right? In the yep. side car. Yep. Yeah. Which is actually interesting because that's kind of around this time of that year. So that that totally uh, that totally makes sense there. But yeah, he yeah, he did pretty. pretty cool. He did all right in that car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And obviously, he also won that Darlington race, obviously, but. Um, yes, and he also had a, a top four. He had, he had a fourth at Talladega a few weeks after that Darlington race. A couple top tens at the end of the season, so he he was all right. But for the actual point standings, he really really wasn't up there much. So, but yeah, you know, yeah, good good pick, Ricky Craven, number thirty two. Um, he uh, he's still around doing <clears throat> doing some stuff. You'll you'll see him around, I guess, right? Yeah, he was on the download recently too, so that was that was good to hear him. Stage you down. Uh, um, oh yeah, so for everyone everyone listening to us on uh, the old CFMH one hundred seven point three local FM in St. John, New Brunswick, and over in Ontario Hello. on CKMS one hundred two point seven Radio Waterloo. Hello. Oh, yeah, so uh, for on so in New Brunswick, CFMH runs Saturdays at noon, and then at on CKMS uh, 102.7 in Ontario, we're on at uh, sporadic Fridays throughout the month and Friday mornings on uh, CKMS 102.7 Radio Waterloo, um, which I also believe is, for all I know, CFMH is also on some c- cable provider too out, out east. Check your, yeah, if you're out east, check your local listings for that radio station because some cable providers will have radio stations so i know ckms 102.7 is on rogers digital cable channel 946 i guess i always because I'm, I'm also on 945 on a different radio show on a different radio station so i was right it's just literally yeah, two different know. they're both they're both beside each other on rogers digital cable so yeah wanna, yeah check that out yeah um so yeah, and we're also on the PMN app, the Performance Motorsports Network app, and uh, Hello. all of our uh, all of our stuff too. Yeah, Wallace is you list you. I see you shared our uh, Woolridge podcast through Apple Podcasts. I was like, I, I forgot about Apple Podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts. Mixing it up, I guess. Right? Mix it up, right? You know, I've seen a couple from Google. Right, Google? Mm-hmm. Um, your favorite, Anchor. Anchor, which I never share from. Don't have, never downloaded, never used it's, it. It's a main, it's a main one that helps distribute. to. If, I guess if there's, yeah, like a free advertisement. I guess if other people out there want to start a podcast, you just got to go to anchor.com. Net or it's not dot com because if you go to anchor.com it's something else. It's not like it's like a, it's not like it's like a, a website. You might be viruses. You might be. You might want to. You might want to want to do it at work because <laughs> the uh, it's going to raise some suspicions to HR. Yeah. Um, HR. Um, but yeah, so we're 
yeah, we're on. And there's a couple other ones we're going to be on soon too. Yeah, we're got to got to get on those streaming platforms. Best one, Spotify. I love Spotify, man. Spotify. You love the Spotify. Spotify's great because because the old JRE. They should be paying yep. us too. It'd be funny if they're at the point where they they're just like searching for like they fly us down, <laughs> which you know you not that that would ever happen, but you know you'd make it when no. you're flying that down to be. Texas to jail. It'd be crazy. What would he would, would try to push stuff out of us, like get us to say controversial things? Be like, what? We're just here to talk racing, man. We just want to talk racing. He's trying to uh, talk to us about the occult or racing is all I've known. <laughs> baboons or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we're we're on a few different podcast services as well. Um, on all the important ones, <laughs> clearly all the good ones. Because where all the good them? ones? No. They'll get shut. We'll end up getting them probably shut down somehow. This this quality, this podcast here. Uh, but, but yeah, and and then we we got the Soch presence as well. We got a pretty good presence on the Soch. We try to we try, try yeah, to. some good stuff out there on on Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. Haven't put anything out in a little bit. I mean anything. Fancy, we still post on all all the stuff, but obviously we haven't been to any racetracks lately. So, wow! Uh, Believe it or not, that's only a month. Twitter October went by like a a you know what? Damn, because that was a month ago. I think that was a month ago this weekend where we uh, wrapped it up. uh, Yeah, our our cover our in person race coverage of uh, we try to cover as much race as we can. We were lucky enough to be able to. It was a wild season for NASCAR Pinties for us to cover, and we yes. t- tell everyone to check that out while you're on the podcast. I think it gets like episode 28 or 29. We check that out, and also, uh, um, I think we got all our plugs. Out. Oh yeah, check out our. We got all the plugs <laughs> out of the way now, and then our long ass website name: Wide World of Motorsport, the Wide World of Motorsports Podcast. Dot WordPress. Dot com. We're everything we try to put everything up on there and there's a way you can get you can contact us as well through there uh for whatever means you wish for sponsorship or for if you want us to cover your team or your your event or your race we'd love to we'd love to help you out so you can reach us at wide world of motorsports at gmail.com as well as well we take some pictures of you and you while you race man um, guys like Jonathan Woolridge, who we had on mm-hmm. the podcast a few weeks ago, another episode to check out, episode 30 or something like that, of uh, you did a good, you had a little sit down with uh, Jonathan. We had a really a chance to talk about that. Um, he was he was also, which is cool, because he was in the midst of leaving to go for his test in Daytona. So he, he test drives for um, what team? Uh, he was testing a car uh, for um, Fast MD Racing in IMSA WeatherTech Series. It's an LMP3 prototype. Uh, so he was down there doing a, a, a test, a couple-day test, which was really good for, for him. Uh, yeah, it was great to have him on the show. I met him, as I said on the podcast, we met this year at CTMP during the IMSA event there, and uh, we just got chatting and and 
I really, he's such a nice guy. He's a great guy. You heard it on the podcast. He's very smart. He's very smart with racing. Um, I love just talking the technical aspect of racing with him because he, he's actually pretty good at kind of breaking it down, making it understandable yes. for someone like me. I can totally tell uh, on that. That was that was really good about that. That's what's what I really liked about listening. I wasn't in that episode, so I was able to listen. Uh, Fortunately, no, you were. You were Either way, though, I I think people. that it was good the way like you know it was good with the vibes from him. You know, I could tell he was really comfortable. He really liked it, and yeah, you know, listening but to yeah. him talk about, I could tell this guy was a race car driver. I, and yeah. I remember posting the episode. I wasn't so sure what to post in the description, so I just did Canadian race car driver because generally, I think he this guy would race anything. <laughs> he would. He's just a race car driver. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to pit him to one series or not because it does sound no. like he would race anything. It sounded like when you guys were talking, it sounded like he didn't. He did know a lot about, um, you know, even stuff that he didn't. He hasn't driven stuff that he would like to drive and race craft and all that. So it was really cool to hear. Um, kind of a, a driver open up. Uh, not that we've had, not that we haven't had a driver open up on the show, but uh, in in yeah. his sense, and in, in um, it's different perspectives from different drivers, right? Jonathan's quite young; he's in his early twenties. Uh, you know, some of the other drivers that we've spoken to are are much older or just older. There's a, yeah, so, there's a good mix in there, and I and could, it's a difference. And and the other two, the big thing too for him coming into like talking about racing compared to you know generally generationally uh different uh, gentlemen or older guys um is just the style of racing has changed a lot in in their in the way they race right the cars have changed the technology's changed so it's it's everything's a little bit faster um everything's closer everything's tighter uh but yeah, I think Jonathan said on the in the interview, if I can remember, he likes high, he liked the open wheel stuff or liked high down force stuff. So right. yeah. the, proto, the prototype stuff will be seems like it'll be a good fit for him. Um, Jonathan's a tall; guy. he's actually a pretty big guy. Tall. I'm I'm not very big at all. I'm only five eight, but he's much taller than I am. So sports cars really work well for like prototype cars. I'm pointing at my my computer screen because there's a picture <laughs> from turn one at uh, ctmp of the imsa in 2019 and i keep pointing to it like people can see it but of the prototype cars so prototype cars don't <clears throat> uh worry so much about weight like if you look at a lot of um single seater open wheel drivers are quite small they're quite tiny uh you know i was actually quite surprised just talking about that and on a little random offshoot, uh, Alex Tagliani's racing this weekend that's down really in, cool. in Mexico. Yeah, I saw a picture with a uh, PT but, but, goofing around. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. So that's really but cool. I'm but I'm sure we'll actually have some more bit. on that too. Um, that, that, that seems like a really cool little event going on down there. For sure. And so just speaking about Tag, like the first time I saw Tag in person, he's tiny. Like he is... He's tiny, tiny little guy, and I'm yeah, a small guy, so he's, he's got really small. Fritz, uh, Fritz, no, yeah, helps him in the, yeah, the car. Yeah, lift him up yeah. and put him in the car for him, <laughs> buckle him in. That's good, though. Um, That's good I, safety. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, so sports cars really 
prototypes will work well for him. Anything will work well for him. Jeez, quick, man. Like, I watch, I was watching some video. He has this off track out of turn one at CTMP at speed. I can't believe he saved it. I think he's in a F1600. It was a, a, incredible. And he dominated the Rad M Zone Radical Cup this year. He won all, all the races this year. I think he sat on all but one pole position for the season so yeah it yeah he's uh he's the real deal you know he, like we said he did team canada scholarship which they were they were just in england racing this past weekend as well um i think the the tournament there the racing yeah the racing tournament there got ended prematurely due to weather but so it's great, I, and it's great to see a Canadian driver, you know, testing with with yeah. some teams. Uh, it, you know, that's a big deal going down to Daytona. I mean, you know, they call it the World Center of Racing for a reason. If you can, if you can get it, that's pretty sweet. I think that's so yeah. badass. He gets a kiki. You're you're testing for, and I mean that opens yeah. up for. You got yeah, possible that, ride and and, it has and whatnot. To. So, I mean, how else do you get in, right? I mean, it's, well, if you're working hard for it from that aspect, how else do you get in? And he's, he's showing him, yeah, right. And he's showing yeah. the other way around. You're going in um, from that side, and yeah, I mean, you—that's huge. Canadian driver getting called down yep. to. There's so many. There's such a big pool of drivers, and I'm not and and and. Not that there's one necessarily better than the other, but he is the driver that suits their needs, and and that's that's got to be huge when you're when you're getting brought down to the, I think the mecca. So. And, in my and, opinion, is Daytona. Is and I don't know. Me. I don't know. It's the mecca of racing. I don't know if it was in <laughs> Daytona. I can't remember if him and I were chatting about it in in the podcast or if we were chatting about it off air. But he was just talking about how he he. he you know, we we're talking about how he prepares himself to get into the car and and prepare to drive or test a car that he's never driven before, right? These drivers sometimes. So for him, he had never driven. He's never driven the car. He had never driven the car until until Road Atlanta. That's what we were referring to. He had never been to Road Atlanta. So I said, well, how do you prepare for something like that? Like, what are the expectations on you for never doing something? You've never done two of these things. So what do you, what's it? So he right. said, you know, it's it's getting the manual for the car. It's learning the car. It's figuring, you know, really getting to grips of how the car works mechanically. Uh, he's a mechanic himself, like he said. So that will really help him understand what's what's happening with the car from a mechanical perspective right drivers will say oh well i feel this in the car and i feel this in the car and that's great and some drivers learn what that means mechanically other drivers don't because they don't right. have to that's and usually what the engineer is Day for is to decipher that right daytona but, is a well-known track so. like, i mean this is available in a lot of different say i'm sure he's done it i'm sure he's familiar with I mean, who has? Like, if you're uh, uh, if you're a sports car racing fan, but. you've watched a few hours, I'm sure, at Daytona. Even if you're, there's got to be race car drivers that even are on the sidelines that that watch it. Like 
the the guys that aren't there want to be there. Uh, I, I, that the role X24, it can't just be IMSA fans that watch it, right? There's, no, it's there's, there's race car drivers all around that, you know, that's like the big, that's the big deal. Right. So, um, yeah. And, and it sounded like they had a successful trip down South at Daytona international speedway. So, um, they're, well, they they're doing a 12 hour test. Open. Um, so, so they good, yeah, yeah. And they weren't the only team down there. There was lots of other teams right. down there. It was kind which of uh, testing the new too, right? LMDH cars there yeah. as well, which and, is good for the car, and which we'll obviously cover that with all the development that on that. And 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 if you want to hear more on that episode, what Wallace is talking about, check that out on our uh, spot, our Spotify, our Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Just Google it, uh, the Wide World of Motorsports podcast. That's episode. 30 you'll see a picture of of uh <laughs> it'll be an animated wallace and then a insightful long looking like you could tell the picture of that's why i chose it it was whoever whoever took that shot good good shot uh it's a great picture of jonathan and he's looking long into the distance into the future it's a good photo but that's the episode if you want to listen to it. it's solid um, mm-hmm. we, we haven't had a chance to talk about that yet, so it was good. That was a good um, episode with him, and it was good to have him on. He sounded like he really enjoyed it as well, so you guys will be able to hear for that yourself um, with our, uh, our our sit-down. It was a lot of fun. Jonathan Woolridge, um, a Team Canada Scholarship winner. And as it's He's an all-around good guy, too, so it was good to have him on the show. And gotta ch- you got to check that episode out. Um, and, you know, it's funny. So when you're talking about drivers, which like when you're talking about sizes of drivers, um, you know, you talked about how kind of Jonathan's tall. And then you talked, you mentioned how Tags is a small guy. Now, Tony, let's let's talk about Tony Stewart going into uh, NHRA. Um, Tony's the, the Las Vegas Nats. He doesn't go up. He's not up. He's not down. He, he's big in the in. In he's got center mass. Yes, he's center got mass. Some good center good. mass. I like that. Yeah, he's Tony Stewart will compete for Mick Phillips Racing in a top alcohol dragster, which is the kind of like the equivalent of NASCAR's uh, second tier series, the Xfinity series. And Stewart's kind of been in preparation for this for a couple of years. He's had involvement with his partner. Um, I can't think of her name. He, she's huge too uh, in the in the dragster world. His wife, Leah Pruitt. Leah yeah, Pruitt. he's been kind of in his uh, Tony Stewart racing. Is that's he's been involved with uh, the car there, and he's been involved with that, and he's been on and off, or in and around the drag world for the last couple of years. The drag, the drag car world, drag racing world. <laughs> Gotta be specific. And dangerous this episode. <laughs> we, um, well, I just I don't want people to be confused. I'm just trying to be specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Stewart. Um, stepping into it, I saw some videos of him testing, and and it's it's just crazy seeing him. But I people should go on YouTube, pull over the side of the road, YouTube this, Google this, or something. It's really good. It's really cool. Um, seeing him, you know, guy who's raced, he's a triple crown champion, a guy who has raced in IndyCar, he's raced in NASCAR, he's raced. Um, you know, you think about all the stuff in uh, IROC he's done. You think about, yeah. you know, all the kinds of different kind of racing 
that he's done. Oh yeah, obviously dirt all cars, his dirt car. dirt race. Yeah, I can't mention the dirt. For, can't forget about dirt racing. I don't want to. Don't want to forget them. Don't want to tick off the dirt crowd, um, as you know, as we're starting to get into dirt crowd. But anyway, yeah, Stewart. He's. Um, it'll be interesting to see him. I I don't. I'm not entirely sure how drag racing kind of works. Let's say it goes by Q1, Q2. He'll be racing on Friday and Saturday for Q3. It's like these are like qualifier races for the. It's like a. Yeah. It's like they set up for the championship kind of bracket when they go on Sunday for eliminations, and then it goes from there, kind of like I think how you would think it would go. Um, like basically the the fast person just goes against the other fast one, and out of the two, I don't know. You know what? Yeah, the we should watch it to find out. Although he, I, I watch drag. I yeah, it's love good. racing. I've, it's good stuff because it's a good off season thing too. Because they still and drag interesting all year round. It, yeah, and it's interesting. <clears throat> and there's a whole different science to it. And there's a whole different race strategy to it. Like I remember, I'm pretty sure I posted a video to the the page. Wumps has got to uh, get into drag racing. The guys, uh, the guys' first-person view of them tearing down an engine after they did a run down the track on a top fuel car, and you know it's stuff like that that's so cool. There's certain things I don't understand about it. Their their whole staging system, their qualifying system to get to where they get at. Um, but you know, it doesn't matter. They I visit a lot of NASCAR fuel, tracks cars. too, because there's oh, a lot I of NASCAR know. tracks that have. We'll have a drag strip in or around it, and uh, they they often get maybe the, even the same crowd. Um, are are they? I thought because there's there's times I swear they're an all year round. I'm not sure how it really works. It, I they kind of do things like every couple no months. Season. Yeah, yeah, they kind of have different. Sometimes they go. Yeah, they go. Maybe their off season is the. They're summer. going until the end of November, so but I always see them like go back at it in January. Like they, we'll see. It, it, well, that's well, definitely something I'm gonna. Yeah, I think that's gonna be uh, gonna bring in a lot of NASCAR fans too, because Tony's kind of been with SRX. He's been kind of busy, and that also brought a, a lot of NASCAR fans, and it brought indie fans over too, right? So I mean, you yeah. might be seeing. And it brought dirt fans. Actually, SRX kind of brought everyone together. So you're going to be seeing some people potentially watching the, the Las Vegas Nationals um, this weekend. It'll which, definitely uh, pull in some more people. There is going to be there'll be way more. Well, I'm going to check it out. There'll because, be more interest in it, of course. How can there not be? I mean, Tony's going to be. There's still good coverage on doing something. NHRA. I'm. Intru- I'm. I'll be. I'll. I'll tune in to see how he does i'm i'm curious i'm really curious how it'll turn out for him i, I want to know more about the car that he's driving and and how much less horsepower it has and curious as to why that's a the top route that he was alcohol going. Like, dragster <laughs> so it um but it's the top alcohol dragsters top. use a supercharged methanol burning engine or an ejected nitromethane combination, whereas top fuelers use supercharged nitro burning engines. Oh, um, okay. 
The injected nitro cars do not use a transmission, and the supercharged cars have three forward speeds. And so the horsepower that a top alcohol dragster makes about approximately 4,000 horsepower. So that's still um, that's still pretty good. <laughs> um, that's a couple thousand more than Tony's used to. Uh, I would have to yeah. say. <laughs> um, and they're not cheap either, man. They're just as probably as expensive as a as a cup car, right? I mean, these things aren't. That's interesting things too. Is these things aren't cheap that they're running around. Um, not that racing is not cheap. Period. Doesn't matter what it is, it's not cheap. So, for him to make the investment, it's interesting. What is interesting is that it's not his own team running the car. That's what I found. He's kind of run, and that's but, cool for Smoke to do too. I think is. To, but but it makes sense because then he did, they didn't have to make the investment into it, right? He just pays the other team to run a car for him and. Which is smart. And, and that, yeah, and then it invests it back into the sport. So it, it is great to see that. There'll be a lot of eyes on him for sure. I mean, There's I'm so sure many there different a lot of eyes on, on this sport at the beginning of the year with him and Leah coming into this, into the season. Well, with yeah, team, I've heard right? that NHRA camping, I don't even know what they're called. I heard okay, the camping world super series or something like that they've yeah, got multiple class like it's crazy how many different classes are in there's like, like a half a dozen classes of they got like pro stocks funny cars um super streets top dragsters factory like they got at least they got motorcycles like they yeah. run so much stuff it's it's interesting um i used to, i went to the drag races when you're down at Cayuga. Yeah, they got uh, drag racing. And that was a lot of fun. I remember doing that. That was that was great. I'd love to go back. I haven't been there for a while. But yeah, it'll be interesting to check it. Actually, yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to check that out. And I mean, for years I've always wanted the the WAMs to dip their toes into into some of that stuff. So um especially now that there's um you know there's a good there's yeah, there's sponsorship. Yeah, like he's like mobile ones coming with him. Like this is clearly a a thing, a, a big thing. This isn't a small deal. So I'm sure it'll bring in the NASCAR fan and, and different series, uh, the fans from different series too. So we'll keep an eye out on that. We'll uh, smoke will be our way. <laughs> Car, my cardboard cutout of smoke behind me. He's happy. What He's, which uh, what life size smoke uniform? It's back when what he uniform? did home the Home Depot. Home Depot. When he ran Chevy though with Joe Gibbs, this wasn't Pontiac Joe Gibbs. This was Chevy. Oh, Gibbs. Chevy Joe Gibbs. This, this may have been the end. Close to him um, saying see ya, but yeah. So, um, hey, you're you're listening to the Wide World of Motorsports podcast here. I'm James Jordan, and here with me is co-host Michael Wallace, and we're we're sitting here uh, talking some some motorsports on 102.7 CKMS Radio Waterloo, 107.3 local FM CFMH, PMN app, and your favorite streaming service on the old whatever podcast service you're listening to. Hello, 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 about, hello. We're about halfway through this program here. Let's uh, let's get into some cop stuff. 
here. Um, stop. <clears throat> where where just, where to begin? Where to begin? Uh, we just, um, where were we last? <gasps> we just came. Homestead, Miami Speedway. Homestead. <laughs> I wish. I wish that's where we. Uh, that's where we were going to finish. Imagine if the race finished at Homestead. Um, it should. It should. I mean, everybody talks about it. But then Everybody's Larson, the guy that thing. wasn't in the championship, would have just dominated it then. Yeah, but Ross, that's okay, though, because then because okay, then it would have been okay. guys been battling behind him. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. If that was a championship race, who would have won the championship? Interesting, eh? Uh, okay. That would have been would have been Ross because he finished second. It would have been Ross. Finished exactly. Ross. Ross. Um, Ross Al Gore. Um, that was a so. Yeah. It's a great track. It is a different track. Uh, we'll get to cup, but sorry, we I are cut getting you off. the cup. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there's trucks Xfinity. I figured we'd dabble, start oh, at the bottom, sure, work way to yeah. the top. You, you got that right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, trucks was good. It was a good race. Uh, Ty Majeski led quite a bit of the race and then and won that race. Uh, he was already locked into the final four for the trucks going to uh, Phoenix. Uh, this was their cutoff race. Unfortunately, Canadian hometown hero Stuart Friesen missed uh, missed getting into the playoffs by, I think, one point. He attests that to something that happened at Talladega. Uh, but who knows, you know, you could lose one point anywhere in the season. Uh, but it was a pretty good race. It was pretty exciting. Nothing too crazy. Uh, that was the first race, and then they went into Xfinity. Xfinity was a good race as well. Uh, Noah Gragson uh, chalked up his eighth win of the season, right? Eight, ninth? Hey, you're the you're the Gregson guy. <laughs> you're not me. Yeah, yeah right. you're the I, guy who wants hey, to make the, I'm not the offshoot. The interview you want to make the offshoot Noah Gregson fan club podcast. Fan not club me. podcast. So if Noah, you hear this and you are interested in two weird Canadian guys <laughs> that are kind of your fan, or one of them's your fan, one of them's part of <laughs> your fan, um, doing his podcast about you, uh, look us up. I'm totally down. Totally down. And I think you might be into the satirical irony of what that podcast could be. Um, anyways, on so no, no one. Uh, we locked the. They're going. They'll be at Martinsville today. What a sell! That weekend. was your sell to Noah Gregson. <laughs> that, was, that was a good sell. That was, that was a good sell. sell. Come on, we we're gonna this pod that that this spinoff podcast might make us man. You're not. Come on. That that disappoints me. You got to do it less better, is so. more. You got to come up with them. an actual He's cell. Found it. It's you come be really no. Good. You come back with me with an actual cell. You post that up on our social media at the WWOMS Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You post that up. We want to get Noah. We want to do the show. Anyway, go get on the show. No, go on. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So he won. He won the race. Eighth win of the season. They're coming into Martinsville. This is going to be an interesting race for them. Uh... I don't know. I don't know what to expect. It's it's cut off race. So, what do you think? Right? How do you feel about? I mean, AJ's been on a roll lately. Really, him and him and 
Him and Noah are going to yeah. really battle for, AJ. for this championship. AJ Allmendinger in the Xfinity series. So, yeah, AJ is going to have something to say. AJ, uh, it's a good guy. I think, I think, I think Ty Gibbs is going to come out and win think so. Martinsville. Yeah, he'll lock. Yeah, he'll do that. He's good there. Isn't he racing in the Cup too? Well, he'll be in Cup Series. Yeah, yeah. Of so he's going to be pulling. It's gonna be the, doing. A, yeah, well, uh, well those duty. are always factors to weigh in: is how one guy does on the Saturday, and then how he goes into the Sunday. Well, and the thing is, is that there's nothing transferable anymore between no, but the cars, track, right? Yeah, but as uh, we know, the track time is important. No, no, no. Of course, I'm just saying. Like, screw you, Ross. You know, no. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. No. Um. So that'll be an interesting race, but. You know, Cup at uh, at Homestead was uh, uh, young money all the way, huh? Yep. Uh, almost Chastain, though. I mean, he was the only guy that had something for him. That was it, eh? Good Same bounce back. Uh, well, so yeah, we could start off with Larson. Well, no, yeah, Mark, good bounce, with, good bounce back Mark. from Larson from last week because... It shows that Larson's good at shrugging off the no extra noise, and as an yeah. if you're an athlete, I was gonna say I like almost sounds like if I was saying as an athlete, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm an i racing athlete, folks. No, yes. uh, yeah, Kyle Larson showing that he's he can shut off the noise with, which is. Stupid noise, anyways. This Bubba Wallace yeah. thing, anyway, right? Would, but well, it, it clouded it really over him. 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 It didn't affect him, but it was still uh, that was still the talk. And that, whether we like it or not, that was the biggest talk for yeah, uh, at least for a fight in years. But because it's been pretty tame for for fights the last few years, but at least for even for like news of the season. And I'm not trying to say the season's been tame or anything. Like, I don't know. There's no news, but that's news. That's newsworthy. What happened? That was uh, quite the event, too. I mean, oh, it'd be the, I think it was something. It wasn't nothing, happened. right? But at the same the time, thing it wasn't the season. It wasn't the biggest thing. No, 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 no. no. What's well, the biggest thing? That there car be, safety. We'll get to this in a second. There might be twenty over twenty different winners, in my opinion. But we'll get to that in a second. Kyle Larson, mm. though, uh, coming back. Uh, you know, oh. you know, from even from holding off Ross Chastain. Who, um, you know, we're looking to the couple races left in the season. Ross trying, you know, he's a playoff guy. He's trying to make something happen, secure himself in that final four. But uh, Larson was able to come back up, get his third win of the season. And yeah, um, well, and, and the only other one that really was challenging for that was Martin Truex Jr., who of course hasn't won this year, has really been struggling with that car, to be honest. And, also um, eliminated. Um, and eliminated earlier early in the, the season, in the season so. and earlier in the playoffs. Sorry, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, well, I mean, let's say ran into him by accident on pit road and gave him a one. Oh yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, right. And actually took him out of contention to win the race. To be completely that's like, right. I, I, yeah. I, there could have Barton was risky. Really could have won that race. Uh, I think he was. Uh, who knows what would have happened? That was right? at Homestead, you, you right? You never know. Yeah, it was that just happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it looked like, oh yeah, it was such a weird call because Larson's trying to make sure he's staying 
and you're you know you're you're this is such a normal thing for them right i mean they don't this isn't like anything new so for all the teams and for both mtj and for young money to be able to listen to me calling them by their nicknames like they're my pals like they're my buds no but yeah like these guys they this isn't their first rodeo so to to hear them on that on the the that side of things kind of make a little fib on both sides maybe that was kind of like uh it was so hard to tell watching that it, well, it, Martin said he lost. He he missed his he, pit he and, and, yeah. and hit the brakes. And Larson and, and Pyle, said he's right there. He's what are you doing? You're, Larson kind of said it, every like, it was like a ha- it, it was both definitely Just both happened. on them. And yeah, it, that sucks though. Because when do you ever see that happen though? Like you would expect that to happen a lot more. Like I'm surprised that doesn't happen a lot. Well, more. that would have been your twentieth winner, right? That you wanted to talk about, right? Um, right. Dinger, Dinger though could have been another winner. He was third, Dylan fourth. Uh, Chevrolet took the top four spots, uh, and also for Hendrick too. Um, even though he can't win the title, it's still a good showing for HMS. That's showing that they can well, still be up in the mix for the owners' championship. Yeah, it keeps him in the owners. Well, th- and that was, um, I believe, that was AJ's uh, sixth top ten in a row in the. NASCAR Cup Series this year, so yeah, he's you know showing what? some good steam for next season. What and this for is, his yeah, current, like it would the one hundred percent he would have been in. The and for wrapping up the Xfinity, if, he's got some good steam. Oh, of course. I mean, he's. I think he. You know, Ty Gibbs was really strong, but it really has come down to him and Noah. I think are going to be the ones that that can win the race. Oh, well, oh, so Logano is the only one who has um, a, a, bur- a berth clinched because of, yeah. of his win at Vegas. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, here's another two, another notable mention. Brad Keselowski, co-owner of Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing, finishing uh, a season best fifth. Uh, yeah. I cannot forget to mention him. Another uh, good takeaway out of uh, their, they've been showing a good, They've been figuring stuff. I like that in the race team that they've been showing that they've been learning stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's not always bad. You don't. You don't have to always get it right off the get go of the beginning of the season. Like no, um, like what was like what was like Trackhouse and and um, the other team, colleague, call yeah. Like you can't just always kick it. You gotta. And I like that in a team in a sports team or whatever. So I I like that in RFK that. They're figuring out later well, on the scene. And that's kind of like Brad too. They're 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 in. They didn't. That's that's good. That's good spirit for a race team. That they 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 went through the hard. They had some hardships to figure out. They had to go through some hurdles first to. to the get other thing that too about that team is it's not an old team, right? Or sorry, yeah, it's not technically a new team. no. It's an it's, old team. It's, it's a, a new yeah, a, but it's got that new flavor with it. Yeah, and it needed it needed some really new, exciting, fresh blood in in it, and Brad is that. And and for Ford, good because yep. Team Penske for Ford ain't doing too good uh, other than Legano. I mean, Ryan Blaney finished seventeenth. Getting Oof. as I said a couple episodes or one episode ago that the, the last couple of races for the Cup season, Blaney's not very good at and. If no. he wants to make a show, he's one of the only drivers that made it into the playoffs as well, just off of points, no wins. So, 
Um, Logano, like as I mentioned, already qualified for the championship floor. But Blaney, he's below the cut line entering in at Martinsville. Isn't that, he, isn't that crazy to think that it is still technically possible that we could have a champion that's not won a race this year? That, yeah, and that's always been a thing over the years too, right? You get one of those. Because the last person I remember doing that was Austin Dillon in the Oh, Xfinity. yes, that's right. Oh, the Xfinity. I remember uh, there's been right? a couple in the Cup since, I think, but I yeah, remember yeah. specifically Newman like no, he 10 went years to the ago playoffs. or something like that. He went to the playoffs and he lost He lost to Brad. Brad won in the, in the Charger, wasn't it? Something he was driving like, yeah. the Penske, like number, the Blue Deuce. Uh, Chase Elliott, yeah. But so another couple right. other drivers, the Chases, Chase Elliott, Chase Briscoe, um, not having the greatest of runs this race. No. Um, for the second Elliot straight race, Elliott, run. yeah. yeah. Second straight race, Elliott, less than depressive, 14th, failing to lead a lap despite racing around in the top 10 about much of the day. Obviously, at this point in the season, you got to, you got to, you got to win. You got to clinch yourself into that. You can't be relying on, yeah, Martinsville. Uh, Chase well, Briscoe. This, the other, yeah. He Sorry, backed the wall midway through the race, finished last. He's eighth Eesh. of eighth drivers of the playoff list. And probably he's going to have to win Martinsville to advance. That's it. That's it. This is going to be a done. difficult track, too, because if the spring was any indication, I mean, there you can't pass here. And that beg, you can't pass there. And that begs the, the question, to, you know, we could still have time to getting to 20 different winners. You know, Blaney, he's left to win. MTJ, as Ev- we were saying, he's left to win. Everybody who hasn't won this year could be the 20th different winner. Could be, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah because Kislowski finally, as we mentioned, he's finally, they're finally making a showing. Maybe they can end off the season with a bang. Who knows? They win at Phoenix, like... Because um, we know Kozlowski's good at Phoenix, so yeah. Arco Morola, he he's had a better average uh, finish than his teammate playoff driver Chase Briscoe. Um, they're not very good at Martinsville, but I mean, when when you're Chase Briscoe, you want to make something happen. The thing um, is, is I don't think I think these other drivers do realize that you can't just come in here and mess around with with the with um the guys running in the championship, right? Like look at for perfect examples, thinking of, of AJ and Ross at Homestead, right? They raced really hard. It was a good race. They got off and pit road, high five there, whatever each other. And it was really good racing, but AJ, you know, just raced him differently than I think he probably would have raced him another time. Yeah, I so think... I don't think you'll see. I I don't think you're going to see a non, and even if they're eliminated, I just don't think you're going to see a non-playoff driver win from here on out. I just it just don't see it happening. Yeah, the only other driver that might be able to do it is Ryan Blaney, who seems like yeah. he's the best bet to be able to reach the twenty different winners in twenty twenty two. I think yeah. that's the only. And we're I mean we only got Martinsville and we got Phoenix left, so I mean, and he's not very good at that, so. Unless there is a non-playoff driver, I think it like, has to be a non-playoff driver. This weekend could be the the upset winner. Like, who do you see out of the garage? Just it's tough. I think winning. Chase is going to win. To be honest with you, so I don't know. I don't think there's going to be. A... I think William Byron's going to win this one. <laughs> I think he's got a you lot. Know, to Bubba's good at Martinsville. 
Bubba's got all too much on his plate and too <laughs> no, many distractions. What a good time to what a good time to burst that bubble, though. Eh? It is Bubba true. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, uh, what and Bubba Come does seem like the type of guy that would use this as the motivation to just be like, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that could be the clutch Here. for him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's up in there, but I mean, there's still that battle with. It was a tight battle um, in the playoffs, kind of. Once I pull out, so who do you think is going to be in your? Who do you think will uh, be the final four at Phoenix? Obviously, we uh, know Logano, so the three. Yeah, um, you you start I, first. I start. Well, I think it's highly unlikely it's not going to be Chase Elliott. So I think I think it's Logano and Chase right away. You can't just it's hard to really just obviously Logano, but Chase is going to be in there. Um and then you really just it's it's going to be really hard there. Uh this is a track where Denny could come and win, right? Denny's great at Martinsville. Uh I I do I do feel Ross Chastain is going to he's going to do it for Trackhouse. I think he's going to limp limp that car into the final four. And I think it'll be Hamlin Hamlin could come back at Martinsville, but I, I like he's a winner. He's got to win, but he's good at Martinsville. It's five. So Blading's 18 points off. The cutoff. Hamlin's five points off the cutoff. So that's fifth and sixth right there. Those Blaney nah. could hope something bad happens to uh, Chase, who's in 11th, or sorry, 11 points above, and Byron, who's five points above. Hamlin, who's five points down, he's he's also in the same situation, hoping for kind of something bad to happen. But Chuck Ross Chastain, he's 19 points above the cutoff. You know, Those, he's, he just needs to stay out of crap. That's what I was right? just about to say. I think the top four might cruise it because uh, there's going to be chaos. And who's to say that Christopher Bell or Chase Briscoe might not find himself up at the See, front? See, well, the problem, uh, though, so. Mar- there could be quite a bit of carnage at this track because, as we saw in the spring, yeah. it's really hard just to pass here. And the only way that you're going to be able That's to right. get past yeah. somebody is to push your way past. So. I don't know. I don't know what it's. This race is going to really be. I think qualifying is going to be very important for mm-hmm. this race. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. The qualifying, you know, that's always a front. I think that's what's the uh, what's the schedule like um, this weekend. Uh, well, they usually... just had modified racing tonight, which is Thursday, and Corey LeJoy won. Um, Usually, yeah. Uh, but uh, usually the qualifying's on the Friday. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I, I think, yeah, it'd be crazy if uh, you, you get like a blading up the, up top, um, up there. So the race is at two on Sunday. Xfinity is at three on Saturday. And on Friday we have. Oh, yeah, on Friday, it's just, yeah, we got Xfinity qualifying on Friday, and then I think the Cup qualifying is on Saturday before the Xfinity race. 
So it all mm. comes down to that, and then two on Sunday, and that's gonna be it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a good one. Classic end of October, classic Halloween time racing. You sit back a little bit. You it's a little cool. You got your you got your blanket. You got your box of chocolates. You sit back. I will say springtime racing tragedy fall time will racing. be is if they run out of hot dogs again. That's good though if they run out of hot dogs. Those Martinsville dogs. I would love to try. I had a chance to try one actually. When I when the one Daytona 500 I went to for some reason they were selling the infield dog, whatever it's called. But you can only get it at a certain place in the concourse. And Daytona is huge. So when you're up on the top deck and then the bottom main deck, that's a big. It's like ah, we'll just get a normal dog. But I wish I got one. I hear that sauerkraut on it. Not a not a sauerkraut guy. Not yeah, a sauerkraut either. guy. So me I don't. Either. I but I would try it once just because, just because you know what I mean. But I would have to say, hey, let's split it with someone. Cut it in half. And and let's split it because I don't want to dedicate next, myself to a whole one. Martinsville, so send us some year, hot dogs. Next year, you and I are going to do some more. We're going to go a little more harder. We're going to do a fry review because I'm a fry guy. And fries are good. A, we're going to do at every racetrack we go to. We'll do you a tell fry with the fries. Review. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big thing. That's a big thing. I mean, it's a staple at a racetrack. Yeah. A fry and gravy on a Saturday night That's while true. you're watching the feature in Canada. Mm-hmm. You can't, yeah, in Canada, anyways, you can't beat that. That's a, that's gonna be a season six, uh, a season six venture for the Wobs Wide World of Motorsports podcast from the Track G community. Hey, um, I am James Jordan. This is Michael Wallace here. We're uh, coming at you every week on CFMH 107.3 local FM Saturdays at noon, CKMS 102.7 Radio Waterloo, sporadic Fridays throughout the month. The Performance and Motorsports Network app and on www.thewideworldofmotorsportspodcast.wordpress.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else. Check out the, the reels, uh, our reels at the WWOMS on the Soch. And also, we're on all important and major streaming platforms. Uh, for podcasts, uh, the Wide World, of, Wide World of More Sports podcast. Check that out. Um, hey, there's a good one today, Wallace. We'll come back at y'all for another episode next week. Make sure y'all stay tuned. And uh, I think that just about wraps it up for this edition. See you around the bend. Adios. <laughs>